0: Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, thank you for joining us today, and we'd like to invite you also to our website, letstalkadoption.com, where you can learn more about adoption, listen to past shows, and copies of previous show topics that are available for purchase. And they actually help us support these programs, so we really appreciate your support everyone that is supporting Let's Talk Adoption. If you have adoption questions, email them to me at info at letstalkadoption.com and I'll incorporate them into our upcoming shows. Today we're going to speak with one woman that was adopted at birth who looks back now at her adoption after 37 years. Is adoption all she had hoped for? What would she have changed? And what every birth parent needs to know about closed adoption? Our guest is Michelle Greeby. Michelle has been happily married for 19 years and is a mother of four talented children. Michelle's adoption was closed. She didn't have any knowledge or access to any information about her birth family, her medical or personal information, and she will share with us her feelings about adoption and her life now so many years later, which I think will help many of us, uh, whether we're touched by adoption or not, understand more about adoption. Welcome to the show, Michelle.
1: Thank you, Marty. Thanks for having me. Well, it's
0: a pleasure to be with you. When you were young, um, your parents told you were adopted. How did you feel, and, and when did they tell you? Uh, what, what age were you when you found out that you entered their family through adoption?
1: Well, uh as long as I can remember, that's all that I have ever known, so mm-hmm. um I'm sure that they have always told me about it mm-hmm. um at the time, it was uh normal to me because that was my life, and uh that's mm-hmm. all that I ever knew right. so um,
0: and a lot of people too don't realize that, but when you brought <laughs> up and that's you know as, as from birth that that is just part of your life. That's right. Yeah. That's some right. Some adopted and even biological adults have commented that growing up they didn't feel like they fit in and others feel that they were destined for the family they were raised in. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like you didn't fit in?
1: I think at different times growing up I did and then I didn't. I think being an adult now and looking at my life now it's more clear to me. Uh-huh. I think just because of Things that people would say as I was growing up that made me question if I fit in or not.
0: What they say? What type of things were said to you?
1: Well, I would have people make comments about uh, your real parents or you were given away or things like that that would mm-hmm. make you feel like... Um, I think people say things like that just not knowing how it's interpreted. Probably and I friends. Think, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Friends or even adults, I think, mm-hmm. even now. Um, People not knowing how that impacts you will make a comment that, oh, you were given away or, or something like that, and mm-hmm. it's it's just not, uh, it just isn't received really well. Well,
0: yeah. well what did you do? Um, how did you respond to those questions? I mean, as a child, as an adult, of course, you probably, you know, share different feelings, but yes. as a child, what did you say?
1: Well, I would uh, say my my real parents are my parents. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt, mm-hmm. and uh
0: they're the only parents you knew.
1: Absolutely. Because you
0: were in close adoption, so Absolutely. you really didn't have a whole lot.
1: Yes, I did not have any knowledge. Mm-hmm. And uh so to me because that was all I knew, that's who my parents were.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you you did have um uh you know, knowing you personally too. You you were provided an opportunity to be raised by very loving parents. And um, yes. how much of of that really impacted do you feel it had on on who you are today?
1: Oh, it's it's a huge part of my life today. Mm-hmm. Uh, i wouldn 't be where I am without that
0: mm-hmm. and you 've got great a great husband and your children and I you, do,
1: um, and I think that it took me to um, really see where I am today after being married and seeing um, my life today as i'm i 'm very okay with how I got here as mm-hmm. far as um it probably was a struggle for me when I was a teenager and really mm. not seeing my purpose in life, but as, as being a mother now and a wife, I can see.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's I think, very normal, too. Teenagers mm-hmm. really struggle sometimes with adoption in their teen years. Mm-hmm. And, and you had the family support, too. You know, this is a tough question, but growing up, did you ever feel that your birth mother didn't love you?
1: Well, I think I did just based on the fact that I didn't know anything. Because mm-hmm. it was closed. Uh, it mm-hmm. was. And I... I'm so thankful to have the opportunity to talk with families about an open adoption because Mm -hmm. um, it's just what you don't know makes you think up things anyway. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that people would tend to, in a closed adoption, have this idea of what they want that person or that situation to be. And um, so I think it's so important if we have the availability, which we do, Mm -hmm. to be able to say, I know the situation while you're in our family, and it's Mm -hmm. it's okay.
0: And I think today that's very important. And you do spend, uh, you do work um, with a lifetime adoption um, Mm -hmm. with uh, adoptive families and birth parents and helping them with their decisions about adoption. Mm -hmm. So you're able to share often your story. And is that hard sometimes when you have to share your such a personal part of you, you know, on a daily basis?
1: You know, it's not. I really feel that it's an opportunity for me to to use uh, my life to maybe help somebody understand. I find that most families that are not open to an open adoption, it's just the fear of the unknown, that they right. really don't know really what an open adoption is about. And it could be a lot of different things. Open adoption doesn't mean co-parenting exactly. or weekly visits or anything like that, you know, and, and it's just that they don't understand really what an open adoption is.
0: And that's how I was when I first started looking at adoption. I just wanted someone to, you know, place a baby on my doorstep in a basket mm-hmm. and I would swirl up and pick up the baby and, mm-hmm. and life would start and everything would be happily ever after. Right. And then as I started reading about adoption and, and the needs of my son and my children, uh, that came through our family through adoption, I found that they, they needed that information. They deserved it. And, right. And they really needed to have that information. It was very important to me and to them more than, even more than me, to them, mm-hmm. and also to the, to the birth mothers. Uh, that they would know that their choice was good and that their children were fine and, and happy. So, But something happened two years ago. Share with us what happened two years ago. You're 35 years yes. old, right? Right. What happened in your life two years ago?
1: Well, I, it's, Uh, like it happened yesterday to me. I was in my kitchen in the afternoon, and I I got a phone call, and I picked up the phone, and it was my birth mother on the phone. Wow. And uh, just out of nowhere, I had not been looking at the time. I had, throughout my life, had looked for uh, any way to find my birth parents at certain times, but it's a very emotional, draining process for Mm -hmm. me. So I would spend certain times in my life looking and then, When I was not successful, I would stop at times, and uh, she contacted me and told me that she had had cancer Mm. and that uh, she wanted to let me know just for my own um, medical history so that I would know (coughs) Mm -hmm. for myself.
0: And And she could have written you a letter, but she called.
1: She did call. And how did
0: she find your phone number?
1: She found my phone number because through the agency that I was adopted Mm -hmm. with, I had um, filled out information in my file saying that I was looking for her. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to release information, they mm-hmm. had to have both of our... Um,
0: Agreement signatures, yes, I guess. and mm-hmm. when
1: she called in, they found that we were both, uh, she was looking to um, get in touch with me, and she would not have called me if she didn't know that, that I had been looking.
0: Mm-hmm, right. So. There would be only one missing link. You need the two keys, right? And so that's really important to stay that's in touch right. that way too. So she called you instead of writing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what did you do? I mean, how did you feel when she contacted you?
1: I was very surprised. I was very um, happy to talk to her. I just um, have such a um, a grateful feeling to her as far as just the decision that she made mm-hmm. um, and her allowing me a great life. I, I just can't imagine um, going through that.
0: And We're hoping to have her on the show sometime in the near future. You know, a lot of times we feel, I hear that, you know, a birth moms are afraid their children are going to hate them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, they're going to really hate them. And it's really scary to do that. Did that pass
1: your mind at all? Well, uh, I think that because she knew that I had been looking, mm-hmm. It gave her a way to call and mm-hmm. feel that that wasn't going to be the situation. I was very happy to talk to her, and I actually got on a plane and flew to the East Coast to see her two weeks later.
0: Wow! So, so it
1: was really awesome. I uh, I'm still getting to know her, mm-hmm. and it's it's very interesting for me to see what is environment and what is you know genetics or mm-hmm. hereditary right. or or mm-hmm. things like that. So it's been mm-hmm. a real fun thing to to experience for me as an adult.
0: What did, uh, you know, people ask this all the time, I have to ask this, is you know, you're, here you've got your adoptive mom and your adoptive father mm-hmm. that have been with you now for 35 years, and they find out that your birth mom has contacted you. Right? Do they feel threatened? What happened?
1: Well, I did call them, both of them, that night and I told them that I had uh, heard from her, and I just filled them in on, on what she had told me and why mm-hmm. she had called, mm-hmm. and that I was looking to go and see her. And I think at that time, they both were a little nervous about it, just Mm -hmm. based on, again, not having the knowledge about what all was was going on, Mm -hmm. as far as uh, just not knowing her. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really worked out to be okay, because I told them when I went to see her, you know, you guys are my parents, Mm -hmm. and you will always be my parents, Mm -hmm. and... I think that they realize now, being a couple years later, that my relationship with them hasn't changed.
0: And I think that's really crucial because I know my son did the same thing. And he you know, came up and put his arm around me and said, Mom, you're my mom. You'll mm-hmm. always be my mom. And parents need to hear that. That sounds silly, but they need to hear that from mm-hmm. um, from their children because they they, they fear that they're going to lose them. It's a natural, um, natural response. Mm-hmm. And, and as your parents did, they finally realize that they didn't have a need for threat, right. but that first initial Right. Must and my, have been scary.
1: My birth mom has been really very sensitive about not being intrusive and not wanting to be um, trying to to um, come in and, and fill anybody's shoes or something like that, so she's mm-hmm. been really very understanding about that, too, and, and as far as up until today, they have not met or been able to speak, so we're trying to get that... Uh, lined up to where you know my my parents really want to be given the opportunity to say thank you as well
0: yes and i think it's important well we're going to take a break when we come back i have some more questions for you okay. about what your expectations were around um, okay. the meeting and what happened and where you are today and if you would have changed anything okay. so michelle will take a quick break when we come back we're going to talk to this one wonderful woman who looks back on her adoption 37 years later and um, we'll be right back with some wonderful questions and answers for you
1: On my 18th birthday, I made a decision that would affect me forever. I chose life for my baby. I wasn't ready to be a mom or even to change my dreams of being a singer. Many of my friends offered to help me in my pregnancy. But then I learned about another option that provides a beautiful life for my baby, adoption. I was able to choose my son's parents and even meet them at the hospital. They love him so much and he's an answer to their prayers. I get emails and pictures from them. I even travel to visit my son each year. He has wonderful parents, an awesome life, and a solid future everything I wanted for him and now I've even moved to Nashville to follow my dreams I chose life I chose adoption.
0: Open adoption means you make the choices. Choose the adoptive family, how much contact you want, and how you want the adoption to happen. To learn more about adoption, call 1-800-923-6784 or visit lifetimeadoption.com. You can speak with a compassionate counselor confidentially, 24 hours a day. Call Lifetime at 1-800-923-6784. Talk adoption. I'm already called well on KFIA AM710. If you just joined the program today, we're looking at one woman's adoption experience after 37 years. Is adoption all she had hoped for? What would she have changed? And what every birth parent needs to know about close adoption? Before we continue, I want to mention an adoption resource for adoptive parents. Adoptingonline.com is a book I wrote for hopeful adoptive parents. It is available at local bookstores and also on the website, adoptingonline.com. It's a valuable resource to get you started in a successful adoption. If you mention the show, Let's Talk Adoption, uh, when you order it on the website or if you'd like to call us, um, I'd email us over at info at letstalkadoption.com and we'll send you a coupon for $10 off and a free CD on 8 uh, Steps to Successful Adoption. Uh, before we left on break, we're talking to Michelle Greeby uh, about her adoption. So we have a lot more to cover. Michelle, um, you know, it's important that people understand the difference between open and closed adoption. Closed adoption is something that really is very rare anymore, other than some international adoptions, and that is changing too. Um, you know, answering the question too, um, you know, is adoption everything you had hoped for? I, I hear you saying yes. Is, is 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 your life when you look back now? Are you happy about that? And
1: well, I would have if I could have chosen what kind of adoption to have, have had. I would have preferred to have just known my whole story from the very beginning
0: mm, I see
1: um, I think that I I feel at peace with at with how my life has gone to mm-hmm. this point I um, I'm okay with how it's ended up with me mm-hmm. find you know finding a relationship with <clears throat> excuse me with my birth mom mm-hmm. But I would have preferred to have known all, all along.
0: And that's why the that's the one thing you probably would have changed things Absolutely. to have that information. And mm-hmm. and again your parents didn't know it was the era that they had really close adoptions back Right. Then too. And they
1: had no information as well. Mm-hmm. So that they was... told me everything that they knew. It was mm-hmm. just the way that adoption was back then.
0: Right, exactly too. And 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 it was good that she was still alive and you were able to do that. So here you're gonna go ahead and you're gonna fly out two weeks after your birth mom calls you. Mm-hmm. And what were your expectations surrounding the meeting of your birth mother? What did you think? did you go by yourself did you your I husband? did go
1: by myself wow. i I had spoken to her uh several times before I went, so I felt very comfortable already um Probably the biggest surprise was that I did not have any siblings, mm-hmm. so I was her only child and wow. I think that was my biggest uh shock mm-hmm. you know i I think in my mind all this time, I thought, well, I probably have siblings around somewhere um you know, and at at that point, uh, was the surprise for me.
0: So, mm-hmm. do you, and do you
1: have adoptive siblings too? I have a brother who was adopted, who mm-hmm. is two years older than I am, mm-hmm. and uh, he has still no knowledge about his situation, mm-hmm. and he really hasn't wanted to know. He hasn't mm-hmm. had the desire, and I hear that from people that have gone through this as well. That. Sometimes they just, they're they're
0: fine with it. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of men, uh, I've heard a lot of men that <clears throat> want to search too. And I know we had one just recently out at the center that came mm-hmm. in and he came, they're adopting and he's been adopted and he was actually right. going to spend the afternoon with his biological family. Right. And uh, we were all enthralled and all the stuff he was saying. It was quite interesting. So, yes. Um, you know, those things do happen too. So, um, you know, your life was really enriched by the decision your your birth mother made 37 years ago. Did, when you met her, you um, you know, did you find you had a lot in common? Um, Were there a lot of similarities? um, We
1: did. I think growing up, um, I always wondered what she looked like. Mm -hmm. She was much smaller than what I thought, so it was Mm -hmm. a surprise to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was really good to be able to kind of put that piece into my life. Not that I needed to know that to move Mm -hmm. on and and be a happy person. Right, because you're pretty
0: whole already.
1: Well, I feel that way. Yes, mm-hmm. I just feel this was an additional, um, a blessing for me, just to mm-hmm. be able to have the experience to, also to to allow my children mm-hmm. the option just to know a little bit more about the, an extended family.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: So, mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know, um, you had a wonderful experience, but there are some people that that are really that may not have had a great experience, or mm-hmm. that are maybe just fearful. I mean, a lot of us we just freeze in our fear. And we have, as you did before, I mean, I, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you, you started it, then you got discouraged, and you stopped. Mm-hmm. What what can you share that can maybe be encouraging to people that are, are wondering whether they should search or, or they should meet?
1: Well, I would just suggest to be open to whatever you find out. I think that as long as, uh, for me, it was, I was okay with my life during my search, so it wasn't that this search was dependent on my happiness. Um, I knew who I was, and uh, having a relationship with her has been has been great, mm-hmm. um, but it hasn't changed who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. It's just extended um, another person into my life who um, was a big, big part of my life in, in getting me where I am now. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, just to make sure that uh, you're doing it for reasons to um, know more about your life, but that it's not dependent on on your life.
0: If that right. makes
1: any sense. We
0: found uh, recently speaking to some people that um, had said, you know, they were so grateful that when they found their biological family and had actually met um, some of their siblings and how their life, their life in their adoptive family was so much better and the opportunities, and that they were so grateful after they met that they that were the the children that were and gone into an adoptive home because they had opportunities to to really have a fulfilling life where the others had really struggled because they had stayed in a struggling relationship where the birth mom just had a real hard time raising them. Hmm. And uh, they were so grateful that they that she did choose, you know, for them adoption. Right. And I think I hear too, you know, people will say, um, I hear biological children say I wish I had been adopted. You know, I mean, I think that we all think the grass is greener on one side or another. And I think, as you had mentioned before, you have to go into this with an open heart and and realize that um, whatever information you find is just what it is right. and, and not um, expect to change your life. But right. I think honesty is really important and having that information. I think that's where I see a lot of people struggle is when they didn't know they were adopted. And then 50 years later, mm-hmm. when their parents die, they go to the safety deposit box and they find these adoption papers. And I hear this over and over right. again. And their life is devastated because they have no one then to answer questions to. And I have seen people that have had wonderful lives that are just devastated at that point. And, you know, that was so unnecessary because they could have just gone over and and got something. So I think, for me, I think it's real important to share that. And it's not a big thing. Um, You know, what's your relationship with your your birth mom now?
1: Well, she's, I would say she's like a sister to Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's because... uh, I I let her know what's going on with my kids and -hmm. and, uh, we talk. She's a couple hours from me now. Mm -hmm. um, So we're on the same time zone now which Mm -hmm. makes it easier to be in contact with her. Um, But we are still uh, learning who we are as far as, um, you know, we're very different people Mm -hmm. and uh, I respect her. I respect her decision back then. I know that it's a difficult decision. I mm-hmm. mean, anytime you go through something like that, it it was not easy, and uh, so I I really try and have a sensitivity when we start talking about those things, mm-hmm. not to um, you know, not to, to to push anything mm-hmm. as far as as uh, information that mm-hmm. you know she's moved past that, and mm-hmm. and I think that it's given her a, a sense of peace knowing that I've had a good life. And mm-hmm. I think that's what's so great about birth moms that are getting to choose these families. She really all she was able to do was to go to this agency and say, This is what kind of family that I would like but she mm-hmm. never had that peace of mind to know for sure where I was. So Right. And um,
0: that thirty five years is a long time. It to is wait. a long time. And now with the internet people have websites where they can have their birth moms go and they can put up videos and photographs right. and email right. And that does, it means wherever they travel to across the world, they can just key into an Internet cafe and they can see those photographs and mm-hmm. they can leave notes. And it really has opened up so much more. And I think it's important people know that. And you can have it so that it's a secure website with a password. Um, and there are a lot of ways that people can stay in contact to give peace of mind um, for an adoption. Uh, and I think that's you know basically what we're looking at right now. Um, before we close, Michelle, what would you like others to know about adoption? Um, what would you like to share with, with birth parents or prospective adopted mm-hmm. parents listening just briefly?
1: Well, I think the best thing that I can say about it is that the more open you are to uh, presenting it, the the younger that they can understand it, it mm-hmm. that's what's normal to that child. And it, the way it's presented, I think, is is critical to the way the child receives it and the way that they are brought up. I just think that that's really important. Um, So I think just being open about it, knowing that it's okay, and I grew up feeling that I was chosen. Mm -hmm. So that was, um, I'm I'm really appreciative to my family for that because... I don't think that everybody has had that opportunity. So. right. Well,
0: I'm so glad that you shared this with me, and thank you so much for joining us today and sharing this very important part of your life and your heart with us. And I believe your story will inspire and comfort many others uh, who have been through the experience of a closed adoption, others considering adoption. Um, The benefits of open and semi-open adoption really is one that no parent can really ignore. Thank you so much, Michelle.
1: Thank you, Marty. It was my pleasure. Thank
0: you so much. Well, I'd like to also um, ask you to come and visit our website at letstalkadoption.com. Email me questions at info at letstalkadoption.com. Give me some ideas for updating shows. We always get uh, lots of good ideas from our listeners on shows they'd like to hear what's important to you uh, regarding parenting, relationships, adoption, foster care, international, and domestic adoption. We want to hear from you. Well, this is Marty Caldwell. Until next time with Let's Talk Adoption, have a wonderful week and God bless you. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit lifetimeadoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.